Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. So turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You can also cue your finger in Acts chapter 19. We'll be there as well. Now, I do want to say this. There are some really crazy things coming out of the church right now. Very crazy things. And, and I want to preface this with, these are brothers and sisters in the Lord. And I think that all of us are prone to works of the flesh and doing things we shouldn't be doing. But groups like the New Apostolic Reformation, Bethel, International House of Prayer, they make great music and we love to sing their music. But some of the things that they allow to happen within the confines of their church are a little bit off. They, they directly contradict the Word of God or they, just, they do things that aren't in the Word of God at all. You know, I know that the, the New Apostolic Reformation practices simony. You can actually buy the position of an apostle, which is completely against the Word of God. I remember what Paul, Paul said, or Peter said to Simon, let your money perish with you for the gift of God cannot be purchased. You know, but they practice that. And, and then others, you know, they, they do, you know, I, the, the pastor of the church in Bethel, Steve Johnson, or is it Steve Johnson? I get it, it doesn't matter. Bill Johnson, Bill Johnson, thank you. The pastor of the Church of Bethel, he actually said this. He said, you know, and it was in a news interview with Christianity Today, he says, I know that not everything that happens in our church is legitimate. But we don't want to hinder anybody to express themselves however they want to express themselves in the Spirit. And when I was reading that, the Spirit spoke to me and said, that does hinder Because if there is no basis, no guideline, no this is what we want to hold to, and if it doesn't match up with this, we don't allow it, then anything goes. Man, if I was the devil, I would love that church. I mean, like any crazy experience, look at that guy's not saved. Let's make some cool experiences happen and just watch it go. And that's exactly what takes place in those places. When there is no guideline within the Word of God and the boundary is God's Word, then then we find ourselves getting in trouble. And we, guys, we bring a lot of people into our church that have been in those churches, those types of churches, and they are beat to a pulp. Because person after person says, I have a word of the Lord for you. And they say this stuff to people and there's no guideline, there's no boundary. And they're just abused because they thought that that was God speaking, but it wasn't. And how sad it is to have to be abused like that because they didn't hold this as their standard. You see people flopping around, barking, laughing, twitching, all sorts of odd behavior. You know, honestly, those things are works of the flesh. That's not the Spirit of God working. That's the work of the flesh. Many practices, actually, my, my friend Reggie, he's, he was African-American, so he kind of was into this, but he... He started doing research on this. Where did this Pentecostal behavior come from? 
And, and, you know, we kind of sourced, it was sourced from kind of the black churches in the South. And so he started to do a little bit more research and he found that many of the practices that Pentecostal churches still practice today actually were adopted from voodoo practices that were brought over from Africa. And so works of the flesh at best and works of another spirit at worst. We have to be careful about the things that we experience. If it doesn't look like what we see in the New Testament, then we have to be concerned about that. But we shouldn't be worried about manifestations of the Spirit of God if they can match up with the biblical standard. If we see it in our Bibles and people are practicing those things, then then we don't have to be afraid of that. The Holy Spirit is not going to disagree with Himself. And the Bible says that everything should be done decently and in order and that the that the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. He also says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that the Spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. In other words, you get to choose whether or not you're going to allow the Spirit to speak through you or not. And if the Spirit speaks something and wants you to say something, you can hold on to it. You don't have to say it right away. You, can, you don't get taken over. you know. And so all weird behavior within a church isn't the Spirit of God, it is the individual. And that, and that should be alarming to us a little bit. So we should be okay with manifestations of the Spirit as long as they follow the book of Acts. Notice what he says in verse 14. John chapter 16, verse 14. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said, he will take of mine and declare it to you. So the Spirit doesn't speak of himself, but he declares the things of Jesus that Jesus gives to him. His job is to bring glory and honor to Jesus. And therefore, the Holy Spirit doesn't go to Holy Spirit meetings. He goes to Jesus meetings. He's a shy member of the the Trinity. That's why he goes missing so easy. Because his job is to declare Jesus. That's what Jesus said would be his job. The Holy Spirit is all about Jesus. And when we see a manifestation of the Spirit, it should strangely look like Jesus. As the Spirit comes on our lives, we should strangely start to look and act like Jesus acted. And that may be supernatural. It may be unbelievable the things that God will do through us by the Spirit of God, but it shouldn't be something that would turn people away from Jesus or turn people off to Jesus. So he convicts, he testifies of Jesus. Lastly, he empowers us as believers to be witnesses. These are the jobs that Jesus said the Holy Spirit would have. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And this has to do with the gifts of the Holy Spirit and all of that. Paul will say that the gifts are for the edification of the body as well as assigned to non-believers. But he says this in verse 8. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The life of the Christian is a supernatural life. It is a a life that is powered by the Holy Spirit. The the Holy Spirit guides us. He directs us. He he shows us things that we wouldn't normally know. And, And he begins to work within our lives. But he comes upon our lives as a power that enables us and the purpose behind it, and this is what we can't lose sight of, he, he empowers us to be witnesses for Jesus. That's, that's the whole point of the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon us. He's going to give us power 
to be witnesses of Jesus in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. You know, I, I picked on one side, and so I'll pick on the other, and I named names. I did. I'm sorry. But again, I, and, and I will preface this with the same thing. I, I love these people. I know that the Lord uses Saddleback. I know that he uses Willow Creek. I know that he uses a lot of these churches that are super programmed. But they get their instruction. It's interesting because, you know, when these guys, Rick and Bill, and these guys who, who put together these churches, they, they, their mentor is a guy by the name of Peter Drucker. And Peter Drucker is nothing close to a Christian. The guy was not a Christian, never claimed to be a Christian. And yet they built their entire model off of advice from this guy who was in the world who wanted a utopian society and he, he tried to do it in the business world, it didn't work, and so he tried to plug it into the church. And it worked because there's community within the church. And, and, and I am not saying that God does not use Rick Warren, does not use Bill Hybels, does not use Saddleback or, or any of these seeker churches because God uses them. People get saved at them all the time. But I fear, again, as I mentioned before, if the Spirit of God were to withdraw from those places... Because he's there. But if he were to withdraw from those places, 90% of the work would go on unhindered. And, and honestly, I, I honestly think that as, as a church, we should always be a little bit apprehensive about the future and always a little bit apprehensive about where we're going and always having to go to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, what's next? And you show us how to do this and you grow this church. You know, it's the Lord who added to the church daily, not the pastor. And so when it comes to those things, you know, I know God uses Bethel and he uses Saddleback and he uses these places and he uses Calvary Chapel for all of our faults. And, and I think that it's very easy for a Calvary Chapel to get sucked into all this or all that. We, we can go either way. But as a church, I want to be a church that's filled with the Holy Spirit. And the, the Spirit is d demanding and showing us where we're to go and how we're to do things. You know, we don't just decide, let's do this program, or let's do that program. You know what we do? We pray. And when, when we see something is, is off or amiss within the church, rather than just plug in some program or trying to do something, we pray about it. We ask the Lord, what, what should we do? That's why we're doing the dinners for six, because we, like, we felt like the community of our church was not strong as it's been growing, that the individuals are, are maybe not plugging in with other people. And so we prayed about it for months. And the Lord spoke to us and said, do this. Do this dinners for six thing. So I encourage you to be a part of that. But that's how the church should operate. It should be, we're going to the Lord and He's showing us what to do, not just plugging in the next program. You know, God will use it. But we don't want to be led like that. And it, it can easily become a dead and stale orthodoxy. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.